This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. We fade in as we descend the last few steps of a wrought iron spiral staircase to find ourselves in a towering white marble hallway. A group of nine elephants arranged in three by three like a vertical Sudoku square could comfortably travel through this hallway. It's that grand. Fluted columns of alabaster soar a hundred feet above and blossom into Baroque carvings that support a wide and out of focus at so far up there vaulted ceiling of aged frescoes depicting morally dubious occult miracles. Beneath us are thousands of perfectly placed tiles. The entire place is the kind of clean usually reserved for theoretical math. Oh, we're on the move. Dolly shot. On our right and our left are doors of all makes and designs. There seems to be no guiding design philosophy, but together they form an undeniable whole. One door of carved, rich, tropical wood, ten feet high. Another, tiny, ill-fitting, like the door of a doll's house. One of the doors is screened with tens of thousands of lice on the other side. Some doors are open, some doors are closed, a few padlocked. As we travel further, we see inside one open door to what must be a lonely child's bedroom. Then, through a mud-caked stable gate, we see miles of verdant grass fields where a vainglory of griffins run through the early morning fog before taking flight. Another door swings open, and we're hit with the smell of burnt wood and ash as we see inside to a burnt-out and ruined library. And then, where another door should be, there is a towering alcove filled with a marble bust four stories high. It's the head of a man with scowling eyes. Some eyes can do that. And a gaping mouth. His giant jaw lowered to the floor. Inside his maw, dark and cold, is a stone staircase leading down into darkness. Normal listeners would turn back here, but for whatever reason, we press on, freaks that we are. We continue forward until we reach the far end of the hallway. And now, before us at the terminus, is a titanic vault door, closed and locked. So solid and final, it feels like it has its own gravity. Any bankers listening will want to pause here to catch your breaths. 
and know how you love these types of doors. Carved around its edges are mathematically precise runes that crackle and pulse with arcane energies at intervals you could set your watch to if those were invented yet. We have never been here before. And yet everything here, from the spiral staircase half a mile away we made great time, to these eldritch carvings on the vault door seem... familiar. Chris, where are we? We are inside the mind of Frederick de Bonesby. (gasps) Where is de Bonesby himself? Where is he in here? Frederick is on the other side of that vault door. This is his magic lab. Uh, And it's really messy at the moment. Uh, There's paperwork everywhere. He's got, like, scribblings of, uh, of different, like... Like, he's trying to cast some sort of spell to, like, escape the brain or cast out the goblins. He's got, like, two little, like, scarecrow, like, training dummies in there that, sure, like, sure. that are marked up with a whole bunch of different spells. They look like goblins. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He can't figure out how to banish them. So, the Bonesby, you're not alone in here. Somebody else stands silently in the corner. You didn't think of them or conjure them. They're just here of their own accord. This silent passenger is shaped like a memory, with no real form or features, only the dimensions of a shadow. It has no eyes, but you can still tell it's looking directly at you. It's completely motionless, except occasionally it will extend what seems to be a thumb and wave slowly. Like a hitchhiker. Yeah, Frederick has given up on trying to communicate that with this a while ago. He's got other problems he's dealing with one at a time. You hear a pop, 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 running down uh, the spiral stairs, and you hear a pounding at the door, and you hear, Hey, Freddy baby, it's Gutsy. What is it, Gutsy? Uh, it's, it's, we're trying to figure out the magic shit going on up there. We're trying, we made a lightning bolt, and it was crayon. <laughs> Yes, well, that's precisely why I'm in here. I'd rather you not access all these beautiful little bubbles that are so precious to me. Look, baby, you don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. This this could go a lot of ways. This is going to easy way. This is going a hard way. Come on. I think we've already gone down the harder of the two paths where I've lost control of my body. Oh, come on. It's not such a big deal. We just need to do a little magic so we can take care of you and then you get so you don't die. Take care of me so I don't die. Yeah, we just don't want to kill. I mean, look, we're putting a few posters up in the hallway and stuff. You know, we're making ourselves at home, but we don't want you to die. Come on. You're... Not only are you violating my body, you're now deciding to redecorate my mind palace. It's just a few posters. Come on. <laughs> Thunderlingus, those guys rock. All right, let's think this through. I don't want them to ruin anything with something too powerful, but it's true. I am defenseless out there. Um, DeBonesby runs over to a shelf grabs a couple of scrolls, unrolls them, and slides them through a little mail slot in the door. There you go. Those are, those are the cantrips. Oh, hello. Oh, the cantrips. Okay, that's good. What do you need for a cantrip? Nothing. You just um, you just do it. You just do it? You can just do these ones. Oh, this rocks. We Oh, boy, this is great. Okay, come back. Good luck. Please be responsible. Let me back. Uh-huh. Oh, we're having fun. Oh. And you hear he runs away. Once he's gotten a little bit up the way of the stairs, so he thinks you can't hear him anymore, you hear a little fart on the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right, well. (laughs) At least they're not overtly malicious. 
Back to work. I can't banish them. I knew I can. I've got everything I need in here. We are now with the group. It is morning, and the entire group is traveling. Uh, Prolapse is still at the wheel of the Bones Bee. As we're walking, you see Frederick pause for a second and then, like, throw up his hands. He goes, Arr! and he shoots out a firebolt at a tree, uh, catching some leaves on fire. Yeah. <laughs> the leaves catch on fire, and Albie, you hear a, a bird say, Just my luck. I just finished my big nest, and now it's ablaze. Oh! Oh! Oh, I don't necessarily love hearing this all the time now. What the bird fall? Um, you ruined his perfectly good new nest. <laughs> I'm doing that a lot, Buzz. Are you ever going to let Mr. DeBonesby talk again? That's funny. That's the first time any of you have asked about him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I know how you all feel about him. I mean, I hear everything. Okay, well, I think he might be the only... One who actually knew how far we were diverting from Brian Doyle Falls, so it would be nice to know, just like if we're back on track. Hold on, let me ask him. Put him up. Hey, sorry about you, baby. What is it? Brian Doyle Falls. Where is that? You're not going. Don't go to. I can't trick you into telling them, you know. Um, Tell me where it is. It's northeast of where we are currently. Northeast? I think You're not going to give me anything else? I can turn the air conditioning off of there. <laughs> you get what? Yeah. What's air conditioning? <laughs> something, you, something you imagined, apparently. It's your brain. Oh, yes, of course. The coolant system. Um, all right, one second. And Frederick opens up a drawer and from the very back pulls out a map and then controls it. Slides it through the mail slot. There you go. That should give you all the information you need. Okay, yeah, this is good. Oh, your memories. Okay, see ya. Thank you. He runs up the stairs again, farts in the same spot. What have I been eating? All right, we zoom back out now, and uh, Prolapse, you now have access to this information. And the information is going to just basically be the the directions that you guys need to go, which is that you need to get back to the K River. Oh, we just have to go back to the K River. Uh, Great. Okay, and because... Of the boon, we don't have to worry about the witch hunters right now? Well, yeah, but we might still have to worry about Virginia. Right. Um, but she's just one witch hunter, you know? She's just like one person. Not even a witch hunter anymore. Right. She's a really powerful person who hates us, so. Yeah. So I guess we should be careful. But she doesn't like have like an organization behind her, you know? Do you, do you know like a, a safer way to go? Um, no, we didn't, like... How did you travel to school? Oh, I just, like, took a carriage. Oh, okay. I didn't, like, look out the window. I, like, slept most of the way. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this is why it was so easy for him to lie to you. <laughs> what? This is why it was so easy for him to lie to you. You don't pay attention. Albie just sort of instinctively, okay. like, grabs Bellow's hand. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's just... Whatever. It's... I'll talk to him whenever he, you know, shows up again. Yeah, we'll see. He's locked up pretty tight. Fine. He's mad at me. Um, behind the three, um, Stir Fry is walking with Cordelia, and they're sort of observing, half listening to everything that's going on. Oh, do you see that? See the hand grab? 
You think I didn't see the hand grab? I, I, I'm, ass, I'm asking. Yeah. I just, yeah, maybe you didn't, I don't know. I saw the hand grab. Hey, Michelle, how are you feeling? Are you okay? I feel okay, but good. I just found out that you kind of want to murder everybody. I don't want, no. Would you cook us? No, oh God, you would be awful to eat. But- <laughs> Wait, that's not a that's not the best answer. Well, f- okay, there's a few things here. First of all, once things are dead, uh, they're available. You know okay. what I mean? Honestly, that is fair, but still, like creepy. Look, I don't want to kill anyone. I definitely want to kill any of you. I just I know that when things get down and dirty, I'm prepared to do what needs to do. But I've never no Surfer is sort of like he's getting a bit. He feels a bit incredulous by all this. It's like I, it's just the truth, but it's not like I wanted or been trying to or or even even considered it at any moment. It's just it just it's just the way things are. I mean, I know some truths just are. Yes, yes, yes. I just, I, I, I get that. And I I I don't know. I'm t- maybe I need to regain trust. I know you've all trusted me so much for this uh, whole time, and I yeah. have to sort of rebuild that back up. But like it's I, I just it was. It, I, are you afraid of me? I hope not. I hope no one's afraid of me. Uh, no. Yeah, see? Yeah. Here's what I'll say. I didn't know it, but it's not surprising. See, there we go. But I'm still calling you on it. I, no, no, no you, I always trust you to take me out. It's, I appreciate it. It's, Absolutely. I feel like a bellow was hurt by me, and I feel like maybe Albie needs to know that I'm not afraid. And the Bonesby, I can, you know, well, I, I, <laughs> he's having his little vacation. You know, he always has little vacations in his mind, I always thought. Um, Bellow, at the word vacation... Um, you start to hear a uh, the distant sound of steel drums. It's calling you a little bit off the path into the woods. Uh, can you guys hold on? Uh, well, no, I'll just I'll, I'll go. Give me a, no, no, I'll I'll catch up with you. Oh, you I don't... just gotta. I just I just hold on one second. Okay. But I'll yeah, I'll catch up with you. Albie stands and watches him go into <laughs> into the woods. Um, there, so you you know you are in a uh, you guys have been moving in and out of wooded areas. Yeah, and sure. there is a wooded area nearby, and uh, you notice the entrance to this wooded area. The uh, the foliage is uh, just a little different. It's uh, broader leaf plants, uh, a little bit more of a, a tropical vibe uh, to these plants. They they wave to you alluringly in the breeze. Branson, do I feel any more relaxed? Yeah, quite a bit more relaxed. All right, I don't hate it. Great. Uh, so you're heading towards these, and uh, two palm fronds, uh, they open up and they reveal themselves to you. And in this wooded area, uh, when you walk in, it's like a mini golf course in there. <laughs> there is a, uh, a fun-colored skull. I mean, this literally is a mini golf course. Yeah. Fun-colored skull with golf balls moving in and out of it. Uh, there's a windmill. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's palm trees. There's a little pool there. The whole place smells like suntan lotion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bella's going to turn around. Yes. And he's going to yell to his friends and say... There are no friends there. The, as the palm fronds have closed behind you, and you are just in a world of vacation. <gasps> huh? Where'd everybody go? Uh, two Flamingo Aarakocras uh, approach you, and they say, uh, Bello, it's been a minute. Oh, uh, hey, what's up? It's us, Myrtle and Orlando. Yeah, yeah, how are, how, how are you? Uh, we're fine. Danny would like a word with you. Oh, uh, great, cool. Please, put these on, and they hand you sandals. <laughs> Bello takes off his sandals. <laughs> the sandals given to him. These are just newer sandals. You know, those are old sandals. It's yeah. a gift. Yeah. Do you mind if I take off my shirt? Sure. Cool. They hand you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they quickly they whisper to each other, and they both give each other thumbs up. 
All right, where is he? Where's the damn man? Right this way. And they part to reveal uh, a large pool. This is the same infinity pool that Danny had greeted. It's an actual mm-hmm. infinity mm-hmm. pool. Danny had greeted you on before. He's on a float, uh, and he's holding a, a tropical drink, and he looks up at you, and he says, Hello, baby! How you been? Hey, my man, what's going on? Hey, not a lot. Working hard or hardly working? With me, it's hardly working. <laughs> I know it, dude. Oh, Bello, I gotta talk to you. Yeah, what's up? Why don't you get in the pool? Okay. Bello does a cannonball. Ow! And, yeah, well, water splashes <laughs> everywhere. And Dan goes, Not the way I was expecting. Oh, I just, I thought, it, it's like the normal way I enter pools. No, it's fine. I love it. I lo- just, we do have a diving board a foot away from you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Bello gets out of the pool and then goes around to the diving board and then does a cannonball off the diving board. <laughs> yeah, it, again, there's like a wave that sort of like knocks Danny around. He goes, nice! <laughs> yeah. All right, Bello. Um, so, hey, Bello, you know how I've been giving you all these powers? Yeah. And you know how I've asked pretty objectively very little in return? Yeah. Just on the scope of, like, what most clerics are expected to do? Well, I've been, like, I've been... I feel like I've been talking vacationism with, like, a lot of people. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, you put, you know, you, you put that witch hunter on a break. That yeah, was nice. Yeah, That was a nice little 15-minute vacation there. But, you know, I just feel like there's so much more you could be doing. Uh, okay. Not a note, just sort of a, you know, would love if you helped me out a little bit here. Okay. And I was just thinking, since, you know, since you're on your way to Brian Doyle Falls now, which is uh-huh. so cool, um... <laughs> I was wondering, there's sort of a nearby town uh, uh-huh. where, like, work is like the, it's a sort of the name of the game there. I think those folks could really use a vacation. Uh-huh. It's like a little out of the way, but it's basically on your way. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't think I'd have to spell it out anymore, <laughs> but I was hoping you would head to that town and sort of, you know, spread the word of vacation to them. Huh. Okay. And in exchange, I will keep, you know, being the god and giving you the powers. Okay. Um, I hear you. Okay. Sounds, sounds... Sounds like you got your own pitch for me. Well, uh, I mean, I, w- I do have to admit that sounds... Sounds a little like work. Well, it is a little like and that's the grand irony of life. Now, I'm not really open to negotiating this type of thing, so let me put it to you this way. Okay. You can go there and you can help them out, uh-huh. or, you know, maybe you could find a new god. And if you don't like these terms, if these terms are not acceptable to you, I'm sure there's many gods who would be as chill and as lax about the rules as I've been. Uh, Danny. Uh, Danny. Danny timeshare's my name. Being the god of vacation is my game. It's a good game. It's a good best one in town. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. And you probably have, like, all the other vacation clerics do this kind of thing? All the time. Yeah, yeah. It's a normal thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so if I go to this town and give these people a vacation, do you, anything? Do you think there's anything new that might, like, come my way? Oh, yeah. All sorts of stuff come your way. You got it, buddy. Okay, I'll, uh... I guess I'll see what the group says. Sure, yeah, you can definitely see what the group says when you tell them what you're going to be doing. Sure, sure. Okay. It's... Or if you don't want to do it, that's totally fine, too. It's your choice, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just that, like, we're all as a group, like, going to my hometown, sort of like a, a home visit, you know, sort of like a home trip. Sure, home yeah. vacation. Yeah, and, I'm, you know, home is the opposite of vacation. So well, just... not if you moved away. Well, sure, but it's just... Like, home for the holidays, you know, yeah, that kind that's of... A, that's a little bit of a loophole, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, good talk. Good talk. Not one of our best, but definitely not <laughs> yeah, the worst. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Well, what would be the worst, I guess? The worst talk I've ever had with somebody? Well, no, with me. Oh, with you? Yeah. This one. Yeah. <laughs> this was the worst. And if this is as bad as it gets, that's a pretty good relationship. I guess so. A lot of gods, like, take people's eyes and stuff. Do they take their, like, trusted servants' eyes, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, they turn people into pigs and stuff. They're, like, they're, they're faithful followers? Yeah, Bello. I mean, gods are cool and all, but, you know, we're sort of playing with our own morality here. We'll do Guess shit so. all the time. Damn. Yeah. All right. You, look, not to be a dick, you got real lucky with me. I guess I did. All right. You know the way out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Okay, no, great. Actually, oh. I was lying. I was lying. I don't because, like, the way I came in is not the way out. It I seems. understand. Never is. Watch this. And he's going to pull a plug out from the bottom of the pool, uh, creating a large <laughs> whirlpool that you are caught in, and he is not. He is just able to surf around the edge of it, and you're pulled down through it, through the drain. As I'm pulled, I'm going to yell at Danny, do you have any advice? Wait, in what context? <laughs> for... for convincing these people to take a vacation. Oh, people love vacation. Just pitch it to them. Okay. All right, there you go. In my experience, all the people I've talked to about it have been generally resistant. Well, sure, I mean, you just got to explain the concept of the, of the vacation to them. You got to, you know, you pitch it. You got a lot of charisma, Bello. No. Hold on, there's hair in the drain. This might have been working. <laughs> and he, he hits the, the hair out and you just go out much faster. Great. Where do I end up? Um, you uh, you black out for a second, and suddenly you are standing with the group. You are wet. Are you okay? You pee yourself? Whoa. No. What? No. <laughs> it's not on his crotch. I don't know. It been a lot. Did you go for a swim? What happened? God, yeah, I did go for a swim. I j- it was Danny Timeshare. Oh. I'm so pulled on you. No, it was. I was in a pool. <laughs> this is not DeBone's speed. No. <sighs> wow. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. You know, he's a he's a fun guy, but he's actually like a really powerful god. Yeah. And he's kind of leaning on me to like take care of something for him, and it's sort of on the way. Alby looks at Cordelia. What does that mean? He needs me to go to this town and convince this people there to take a vacation. Well, what's the town called? Uh, Bello, you notice a, uh, a folded up note in your in your pants. Okay. I pull it out. It's sopping wet. I unfold it. Yeah. Oh, you barely read it. Oh, no. Uh, uh, and it says, it's on stationery. It says, from the standing desk of T- Danny Timeshare. Uh, and it's the name of a town. Oh, I guess it's called Toilton. Toilton. Oh. Um. Yeah. Sure, Bello. Let's, uh, let's do it. He's he's really firm about it, and it seems like if I don't, he's going to, like, take all my vacationism powers away. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to need those in hell. All for one, one for all. Let's do it. I feel like, yeah, the faster we get there and get out, the faster we can be on our way. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I mean, people love vacation, so it should be, like, a pretty easy sell, you yeah. know? It should be, like, just like, hey, take a vacation, guys, and they'll be like, oh, what a great idea, Bello, you're so smart, and then we'll just be on our way. Yeah, and like, I can speak for the group, like, Dappy dies off, so you spread any stuff that you need, we can, like, yeah, we'll help out, do, do what you need, my man. Do you want to be ordained? Uh, officially, I think a god speaking through me is, uh... Probably not what the god wants, but you know, as your friend, I'll just like, you know, as your friend, just like give me the, the, the bullet points and I'll do it as I can. Because if any of you like actually join the church, I think it, it, you know, it would be good for me. 
Oh. Well, you know, on that, you know. But I don't want to push. Yeah. Like, you make your own choices. I will yeah. think about that for sure. Maybe, yes. But, you know, for the moment, now, I will just, you know. Because you love vacations, right, dude? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I do. I like to, I like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't dedicate my life to it. I mean, work is work. You know, work help, you know. It is through the deeds. Is okay, through, we don't have to go down it's this It's through road. deeds that we let's find. Not, let's not. Identity. Okay. okay. My identity is yeah, like, Some deeds, like maybe killing a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Bello, how do we get there? You, can you just lead the way? Bello looks back at the note. Yeah, there's a map on the note which leads you guys. It is out of the way. It looks like it's uh, several miles out of the way. And it is. Uh, this is going to point you to the northwest. It is away from the direction you guys have been headed. Good news, I know the way. Oh, good. Okay. Great. Um, Bad news, little detour, but we'll be right back on that path soon. Yes. I'll be winces and looks at Cordelia again. Uh, yeah, okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I mean, I miss, the, I, miss, I miss Fred, but it's fun to have you here. Look what I can do now. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Frederick uh, produces a tiny dancing stir fry in the palm of his hand. Oh, that's like when you were small. Oh, my fucking job, jump up. Grab it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Your cat looks fresh, little <laughs> Oh, that's uh, cools. That's very cool. That's a magical power. <laughs> De Bonesby never did that stuff. Uh, it's too fun for him. The road to Toilton is clearly marked with signs that read Toilton, population employed. The woods break into another meadowed stretch, but the idyllic ambiance of the Cordelian Pastoral is nowhere to be seen. Gone are the boys stealing cooling pies from windowsills and tricking each other into fence paintings. They're replaced with a sense of hustle and its twin brother, Bustle. You could tell the pies here are for closers, and the boys would jump at the opportunity to get some fence paint reps in. A worm rises and grinds out of the earth towards a drop of naturally occurring coffee, before being snatched by a bird who swoops down and grabs it as it shouts, Always be closing! My beak, that is! Oh, I got the same 24 hours everybody else has! No excuses! You pass by a shepherd tending her flock. She admonishes her sheep for not visualizing success and then taking the steps to achieve it. She detects you and leans in to get a look but she instantly assesses that none of you hold the keys to unlocking her potential for productivity, and she's forgotten you by the time she's turned her head back around. Bello, you've taken the lead. You're the one with the map, after all. I'll, like, look for, like, a maybe, like, a little hill or an outcropping, and I'll, like, pop up there and, like, scan the horizon and then point the way. Great, yeah, so, Bello, you're up there, uh... Yeah, you're you're charting the the path, and you're consulting with the map, and you're you're up ahead of the group a little yeah. bit. Hey, friends, um, yeah, I think like just to check in, we should be cool with Bello doing his thing for a little bit. I think he's um, you know, we're going to Brandwell Falls, and I just think that you know it's going to be bad there, <laughs> so for him, and he knows that. So like, we're just Alvy's looking bemusedly at Stir Fry, like, yeah, Stir Fry. I'm... I'm on board. Yeah, we, we gotta do a stir fry, says, or he'll kill us. Oh, fuck. No, I'm... I'm... <laughs> <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta listen to this bird. Are you murderous? Eat us up. Stir fry is sort of like shaking his head. So, no, no, it's not... First of all, first of, first of all, I'm not trying to kill anyone. <sighs> Look. Stir all I meant... Sorry. All I meant was, like, obviously, I'm... I, I just... What I think we should all be aware of is that, like... His parents are dead, right? 
Yeah. I mean, he, like, knows, but he's, like, not saying he knows. He keeps on, like, equivocating, but, like, he, his parents have to be dead. And so we should, like, just be prepared that that's what we're... Are we finally having this conversation? Because they're obviously in hell, right? They're tieflings. We would go faster to his family if we went straight to hell. We can't. We can't. We can't. I already not. agreed. I already agreed. I know. I know. And thank you. I'm just saying, like, no, like, Stir Fry is right. We have to let him. You know, I had to find out about my family. And I think Bello deserves to find out about his. We just keep going straight this way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Bello, so funny. We see from Bello that there is just like a straight road ahead. He ran up to like a rock, and like it's just a straight road that the group is on, and there are signs to Toilton. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> Love ya. Look, it's like. Every time he talks about that, he says, maybe they're dead, maybe, maybe they're dead, maybe they're not, uh, you know, but I don't even know. But he, he, he's got to see it for himself, and so I just wanted to make sure we're all, you know, aware of what we're walking into. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm ready to be there for him. Okay. I'm here. Me and my brother Gert slowed it down once, it's not a big deal. I'll talk to him about it when he finds out for sure his parents are dead. I don't think he wants to hear any voice from that body right now. <laughs> um, before she heads off to rejoin Bello, Albie's gonna just like uh, grab Stir Fry really quickly. Ah, what the fuck? No, and just say like, by the way, I know I like gave you a hard time. I was really upset when you said that thing about killing all of us. Um, I I do get it though, and honestly, I'm. Way more concerned with the fact that you want to fuck Bello. And she just pats him on the shoulder and runs off after Bello. Well, I can explain all this stuff. I don't want. I just would. He doesn't. He's not into me like that. I, I, I'm just saying that, like. She's gone. In ideal circumstances. <laughs> I, he turns to Cordelia. I, I, what? Pe- <laughs> no one. People don't. No one. No one understands me. Same. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. You yeah. get it. Yeah. That one. Why didn't you just say that to me? Why did you have to say that to Albie, too? That was, uh, what? About Bello. I just, I, I just, I said it to him. I, I just don't think it's that big a deal. I, th- I thought it was sort of like obvious, but like, I'm not going to do it. It's like, we all have crashes. We all do stuff. Okay. People don't trust. No one trusts. No one. The group doesn't trust me anymore. Flip Cup, uh, who is nearby, shouts, what's he talking about? Uh, I'm following part of it. I don't know. He wants to make sure that we are nice to Bello. Blah, blah, blah. Why did I ask? <laughs> <laughs> Flip Cup goes back to eating a person. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Cordelia is fine with it. Oh, wait, she uh, she doubles back, though, to put coins on the eyes. Oh, I agree. She's remembered this time. Yeah, there's a note on the person that says, uh, Bandits did this. <laughs> oh, good. Cool. Uh, so she doesn't have to check his pockets. Yeah. Okay, Elby has rejoined Bello. Uh, so you have moved now uh, through, you were sort of, you were again moving through some woods and the woods part, and you see up ahead of you, unmistakably, there is a large single mountain. The rest of the area is flat plains. I mean, it's like Midwest flat here, except there is one tall mountain, like skyscraper-sized mountain. You're, you're still like a mile or so away from it, but you can see uh, this mountain and you pass a sign uh, that says Toilton. Oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. No, I guess not. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. In and out. This will be great. And near the sign for Toilton, you see, in the shape of a pentagram, five call stones. 
Didn't that the boon get rid of these? Uh, <laughs> yeah, wait, what? I thought we were good. What did we... we well, the thing... Uh, what did they if say? If I remember correctly, when I, made, when I asked for that boon... Yes. I said that they forgot we existed, right? So, like, if they had already installed the call stones, like, the call stones would still be there. Oh, man. So now they're just... As soon as they see some of these call stones, they're alerted. Well, what do they say? Yeah, uh, Bellow's going to wild shape into a... Mm, he's going to wild shape back into that corgi form, and then he's going to scamper over to the callstones and check them out. You see five callstones. They read Cordelia, the Beast, Albie, the Butcher, Frederick, the Bonesby, the Brains and the Bones, Stinky, and Hot Roddy, the Munkle. Oh, no. Did the we... I said we. So you're the only one safe now? I don't know. That sucks, dude. I, you, I, I was just... It was an, it was an, you know, it was an impulse. It was, there was yeah. no time. No, no, I get it. Um... Uh... Fuck. Albie... Albie, <laughs> uh, scoops up... Uh, Corgi Bellow is like just nervously uh, like petting him and just like knits her brow and is just looking around the landscape. You want to break these costumes like they did in hell? Yeah, but is there any danger of like if we touch them? Bonesby's already trying to push over one. <laughs> yeah, make a strength roll. Well, this is going to go well. I got a six. A six, you push and push on the Frederick de Bonesby stone, and absolutely nothing happens except that your hands start to hurt. Oh, uh, there must be magic. Bellow in Albie's arms. Bellow in Albie's arms has wild shaped back into his normal form. She's she's still petting him. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And he says, as long as we don't touch the center stone, I think we're okay. Is there I'm so sorry. I... I don't know what Peebus decided he heard, but, like, I obviously meant forget all of us. Okay, Bella, we gotta figure out what we're gonna do, because if this is a city of, like, dedicated workers and they recognize us, it just, it feels like the kind of vibe where we are in deep trouble. Well, we still have that disguise kit. Yeah, we have a disguise kit. Um. And Cordelia can still be invisible. You mean you're asking a lot of us, Bellow. Well, then, if you guys want to camp out here and I'll go by myself. No, I got you. I, I mean, if they can, but I'll come with you. Starfrey. <laughs> I'm not trying to steal your fucking guy, Albie. Okay. Jesus, I'm trying to be a good friend. Say one thing, everyone jumps on you like you're, like you're a fucking... Like you're trying, you're fucking like trying to keep secrets from everyone. No, I'm just trying to be helpful. Stay here. Okay, Stirfry, go for Stirfry it. Stirfry takes out his disguise kit and starts uh, uh, painting himself um, like uh, like an Oriole. <laughs> cool, so you've got an orange neck now. <laughs> yeah. It takes like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> a perfect disguise. Yeah. Freddy knows a spell, but he won't let us use it. <sighs> you, all keep, you, all, you all keep guard or some shit. Better than I would take care of business. I mean, consider this. Maybe if everyone's, like, so, like, you know, busy, they haven't even, like, noticed this. Like, maybe no one knows about us. I I don't feel comfortable taking that risk for Cord. Then it's fine. Stay here. Hang out. Oh, I can take off all my clothes, and then I'm just a skeleton. (laughs) (sighs) 
Now, see, he, he's joy. He, he's taking my place as the light touch of the group. You know, always moderating by uh, kind energy, <laughs> not taking the Bonesby spot by being uh, rough and angry and selfish. Let's go, Bellow. <laughs> Sir Fry starts walking down the hill. Frederick is throwing off his clothes, following behind. Elvie <laughs> stays behind with the uh, cord. I don't know what happened, but I have to do this, so maybe if you guys just camp here for a little while, and hopefully it won't take too long to tell these people about vacation. Okay, but can, yeah, just someone report back if, you know, somehow. Yeah, of course. Just keep us posted. Yeah, you be careful. She squeezes his hand a little. Bello kisses her. Oh, That was Carly not helping. <laughs> and then he turns around and Naruto runs after <laughs> Stripper. I'll be sheepishly looks at Cordelia. Uh, Cordelia is... She's got her hands in her pockets and she's like looking up in a tree really hard. <laughs> no. And she's like... Oh, yeah, I think I know that type of branch. Yeah, and LB tackles her. <laughs> Cordelia falls to the ground. The group has split now, with the boys led by a Naruto running bellow into Toil Town. The ladies have stayed behind with Flip Cup. Flip Cup is chewing on meat from an unspecified source. So. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Surfer, I got so mad at me. Yeah. I don't think that's fair. All I meant was like, obviously I, I shouldn't, sorry. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be talking to you about this. I'm Flip sorry. Up stands in between you and says, can you talk in bird? This is bullying. Exclusion is bullying. Albie switches to bird. Sorry. We weren't trying to. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on that I, I honestly don't know if you care about well try me okay well so bello and i are oh my god (laughs) all right we're gonna cut now (laughs) bello you're in a perfect v formation bello you are naruto running uh towards town uh stir fry to the right and to bonesby uh prolapse into bonesby uh uh to the left uh the three of you are running into toilton now that mountain is getting closer and closer but you go down and then you go up another foothill of the mountain and as you crest it you see a black wagon parked nearby however the black wagon is in disarray it is parked chaotically there is black smoke coming out of the black wagon but there are all sorts of garments strewn about it a single witch hunter with a dazed thousand yard stare on his face stands outside of the wagon which is rocking back and forth he smokes a single cigarette hey what's up man what happened baby He looks past you and he sees, all he sees is an Oriole, something he's never seen before, and a completely nude skeleton. And he goes, these last, these last 12 hours, the human body, I oh boy. What? The elasticity of, uh, he takes a drag on a cigarette. What happened? Oh boy. I mean, he looks right at you, Bello. <laughs> oh, boy. He looks at his wrist. Goes, I gotta get back in there. Hey. Walks back into the... Hey, 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 man. What? 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 Hey, man. Uh, what's your name? I'm 
in a world of pleasure and pain right now. I, I couldn't tell you my name. Oh, I, I'm Bello. Bello. Okay, good to know. I see you're new. All right, gotta get back in there. What, what What's in there? <laughs> yeah, that's what's in there. And he walks back into the, the carriage, which is just rocking back and forth. Uh, not a problem, eh? <laughs> Might be. There might be something pretty good in there. He looked terrible. He sure went back in for it. I gotta go see. Prolapse, prolapse. Hey, hey. Hey, Bello. Remember that, um, remember those stones? Yeah. Maybe hang back. I took off the clothes. I don't look like that guy. I don't sound like that guy. I think you're still a little recognizable. Do you know how many skeletons there are? Many, but most are covered in skin. <laughs> That's right. Most. Not all of them. It- Prolapse. Make a uh, persuasion roll against Bellows Wisdom. You gotta beat a 10. Oh boy. I got a 14. Man, hey, you know what? You gotta make your own decisions, you know? I'm not gonna try and stop you from doing something you wanna do. It. Yeah, you don't have to tell me that, I know! Bellow, it seems like that dude literally needs a vacation. He's got too much work. Oh yeah, you should do that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fucking... Oh, let's, uh, oh, let's convert him. Come on, let's convert him. Bella's going to walk up and knock on the door, or he's going to walk up to the door of the carriage. You walk up to the door of the carriage. You don't even need to make a roll for this. You hear the sound inside of that carriage of hardcore fucking, just in and out of all sorts of different holes. Uh, you hear people just like, yeah, fuck, oh, oh my God, that's the 12th time, it's hurting. Uh, you just, it, it, they're fucking, I mean, you just can hear, you're just hearing sort of flesh slapping against flesh in there. It sounds like there are anywhere between four and 14 people in there, depending on who's doing what and how they're doing it. It smells <laughs> strong. It smells like the inside of a Fortunate Horse recording studio after a Rude Tales. <laughs> um, I think the witch hunters are a little busy right now. Yeah, they look like they're on vacation now, right? Man, me without my genitals. True <laughs> that. Sorry, man. Oh, that's okay. Lost a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like my genitals. All right. Fantasy narrative. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
Play Podcast fans, it's March 2022. Do you know where your bracket is? That's right, we know how you nerds love sports, and that's why we're bringing you Rude March of Madness 2022. 64 of your favorite characters from the hit podcast Rude Tales of Magic, including fan favorites like Brian Fuck and the Dean from the Pilot, are competing in head-to-head competitions to see who will be 2022's comfortable boy. And we're putting you in charge of the voting. Just head on over to patreon.com slash rudetalesofmagic to get your official bracket. And then on over to the Rude Tales Discord to vote, speculate, and talk all the trash you can handle with your fellow fans. If you predict the winner, well, there just might be a prize in it for you. Do you have what it takes to go all the way? Will you grab the championship by the throat and make its kids call you dad? Or will you die like a dog in the street? Awoo! It's Rude March of Madness! We see now Cordelia and Albie. You guys are uh, you're sort of camped out right before town. You are still in the uh, the last gasp of the woods. So okay, I think I knew you were teaching. I think I knew you were teaching flip cup to masturbate, but like I didn't really understand. I don't either. Like I don't. I can't explain any better than that it happened. I uh-huh. feel like it happened to me more than I was uh, the person who was involved. Yeah. Flip Cup, go. Ray, yeah, you want to see? No. You want to see how I do it? No, no. I've developed my own techniques, which I know are unique. I oh, wow. love that. I am so proud of you. How proud? Sex positive parent proud. Okay. But I don't want to see it okay, again. Okay, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who knew you'd be the first person from our sorority to be a mom? <laughs> uh, yeah, not me. <laughs> But maybe, uh, it, maybe it'll make sense. Yeah. Can I go? Yeah. All this talk is, I need four minutes. I gotta go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, go for it, please. Thank you. But uh, not here. Not here? Yeah. Where? Like, don't go for it here. What is here? Don't go, don't masturbate near me, man. <laughs> you- All right. I, finally, one of you speaks to me clearly. <laughs> A boundary. I respect it. I do not know how to draw those. Uh, Flip Cup is going to begin vibrating, and he just, like, shoots off at an angle into the woods. Like, ah! Oh, bye. Oh, man. Uh, should we keep talking in bird? Oh, I guess. Do I need the practice? I don't know. Do you? I feel like it's pretty, it feels natural when I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, so you were in my body, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you feel small? Did you feel like you were wearing a tight sweater? Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And yeah. then it felt like I was wearing a powerful sweater. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> like a tight weave. Yeah. Compact. Yeah. Like my muscles. Like your muscles. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Elby just sort of like kicks her foot. Ow. No. <laughs> I just, are we okay? I don't know. I said a lot of speech to you. I know, and I, yeah, was mad. What? I was mad at you. Yeah. And I don't know if that's fair. What's fair? Emotions, like, they just happen, you know? 
you have... Mm, should we start making food? Yeah! Yes. yes. Awesome. I helped um, stir-fry the other day. Oh, okay. So I chopped things. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and I got uh, my butcher sword. Nice. Which is named... I, fig- I feel like you probably figured this, this out, but it was named Cordelia. after you. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, cool. I learned that trees at night are called something different than trees during the day. Albie kisses Cordelia. <laughs> Thank God she, she lied. Weirdest <laughs> <laughs> lie. I'm sorry. I was like magma and love. Wait, what? What I, happened? What's I don't going know. On? I'm sorry. I just wanted to try it. We didn't. We haven't. You did, but I, then did. I wasn't sure. You wanted to? Yeah. Cordelia kisses Abby again. Whoa! <laughs> Stop talking. My no, mouth was on me. you. That was Carly. <laughs> the camera moves tactfully to the side, uh, briefly panning past uh, Flip Cup, who a snake had shed its skin. Flip Cup took the ball and was running with it. Unclear what he's doing, but he's a, a, a new world. Uh, we move past Flip Cup now into a town built into the side of a single mountain. The buildings here are gray and downtrodden. Uh, it looks like this town's best years are long, long behind it. This is a a, a, a depressed industrial town. Uh, you see a, a factory which is built into the town. It has smokestacks and uh, uh, coal, just like coal clouds, uh, smoke just it, it shoots out of the smokestacks and they form a uh, like the, the rings around uh, Saturn, just like around the town, creating, it's a very gray and dismal uh, vibe to this town. Uh, you see, though, you can tell immediately that the entire population of this town is dwarves. Gentlemen, welcome to Toilton. Branson, is there like a town square? Yes. There is. There is a town square, and uh, you actually see in the town square, there is a a gray bed, and in the bed uh, lays a single dwarf who is snoring, and out of his mouth, uh, as he snores, uh, there is a, it seems to be like a pulley system that is coming out of his mouth, and his snores are actually moving ropes out of his mouth, and they they head into a nearby uh, factory. There is a mechanical churning sound to it. You ever seen anything like this before? No, I have not. He's working while asleep. We've got to work it out for us. But why is it like in the, like outside in the middle of the town? Let's go ask him. Prolapse, that's a good idea. Thank you. Bella's going to go over and try and wake the guy. Sure, as soon as you get over there, another dwarf, uh, a younger dwarf, uh, walks up in between you. And this seems to be an older dwarf in the bed. Another dwarf gets in between you and the guy in the bed. And he says, yeah, what's the matter? What, What are you doing here, newcomers? Oh, hey, uh, we're, yeah, we are newcomers. Uh, we just wanted to know, um, why is this guy taking a public nap? He's not taking a public nap, he's at work. He's on the clock, he's the town snorer. So powerful are his snores that they can power a factory. And he, that's his job? Yeah, that's his job. 
Oh, I think that's pretty cut and dry. If you were to wake him up, he wouldn't be at his job anymore. My job is the bed guard. I see. What? And what's your name? My name is Corncob Drone. Hey, man, I'm Bella. I saw you coming. I knew me name. <laughs> <laughs> Good. He's smart. Not everybody does know their name, and so it's okay if they stumble when you ask. <laughs> it's true. I've met. I've met many. All right. Tell them about vacation. Oh yeah. Hey. So you're the bed guard. I'm the bed guard. Yeah. Is that like a? That's like a seven day a week commitment. Or oh, you- seven days a week, twenty three hours a day. Our day has twenty three hours in it. So you don't get a break at all? No, no breaks. None whatsoever. Ever? Although I suppose I do get a break when people like you aren't trying to wake the man from the bed. And are people always trying to wake the man from the bed? Very seldom. But I'm always on the clock. It's actually, I gotta say, this is the best part of the job when I get to talk to people. Because when I'm not, the day goes so long. And yeah, I and it's this it thing drags. of like, are they coming? Are it they drags, not? It yeah. drags. And you oh, really have other drags. stuff you want to do. Oh, do I ever. I have so many dreams. I'd love to get out of this town, but I can't. I have to work. Where would you go? Anywhere else. Yeah? I, I suppose I'd... I don't know. I'd love to go to a pool. It doesn't have to be a fancy pool, a private pool. It doesn't have to be anything like... It could be a community pool. I could be crowded together with others. That's why I have such meager dreams. Corncob, I was just... Corncob a... Drone is my name. Guarding uh-huh. the bed is my... Work. <laughs> I was just in a pool. What? And Bello holds out his still moist skin... What the frick? I just, I was just swimming in a pool. No, hold, I just turned 18. What the fuck? Hey, nice dude, welcome to the club. Yeah, thank you. I'm 20. 20? Yeah. Wow. And I'm 18, and I look like this. That, you know, you you can just infer from my voice. You look all right. Nah. How long have you been doing this job? 18 years. No. 18 years. You're doing this as a little baby? I popped out and I worked here. No. Yeah. Well, I popped, I, you know, I, you pop out, yeah. you go to the sorting facility, and you're told your job. Really? Yes, by the sorter. And then years later, when you're old enough to comprehend it, you, like, you know what your job is? No, you just start doing it right away. You were a little infant garden beds? The poor snorer. But he who, doesn't even know what he's like. But who was, who was minding you? What do you mean? Like, where was your mom and your dad? I don't know. I don't know. I never asked. I just was always at work. Man... I wish you had been in this pool. I did a cannonball. A cannonball? I know about cannonballs. Yeah. We manufacture them here. Right. Well, a little different. It's when you jump into a pool, but then you, like, you grab your legs and, like, make a little ball shape of yourself, of your body. Oh, I could imagine. And you make a big splash. And I'm especially dense. Yeah. Being a dwarf. Can I tell you something? Please do. I think this dream of yours, and I think my friends would agree with me, it could be a reality. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard about vacation? No, I've never. Obviously, I've never heard of such a, va- a, a concept. What is it, vacation? Well, it, the first thing is you have to have a job. So, like, nail it. Jack, yeah. I've been having yeah. one for 18 years. And then... And dwarves live a long time, too. I know, I am yeah. at the beginning yeah. stage of this. Once you have that job, then you have to take a set defined break. A break? Oh, that's where you're wrong, friend. No breaks in this town under penalty of torture leading to death. But, but when do you... There are town torturers. It's their job to torture you to death. So that means somebody must be breaking those rules or they'd have no one to... Their job wouldn't make any sense. No, they're the boredest men in town. 
My dude, you guys need a break. Look, I completely agree, but I, I'm afraid to do it. What happens to all, like, if you never take a break, what happens to all your paychecks? What paychecks? What do you mean, what is it, a paycheck? Well, like, like when you, you get paid, like, you get paid for your, for your work. Well, I, this does not, it, what? I get paid in what? Money. What would I spend it on? Stuff you like? Stuff food? I, what about food? I've had no time to cultivate interests. Have you, do you eat? Yes, of course. The town food dealer comes by and throws food into our gaping maws. Ah, what if you got, in return for your hard work, some kind of compensation, and then you use that compensation to provide for yourself, to uh, to do things you enjoy? Okay, so I actually don't know, because it seems to me that if you're going to be paying people for their work, yeah. it's going to be distributed unevenly, and then people you're going to have people who are able to rise to the top, and then people who are squished under the, the, the foot of the big guy, you know? And you think under this system where you don't get paid and you always do your job, I didn't and you never say take it a was break? Perfect. I didn't say that. I just think that you're not. I don't know what you're getting from what you're putting in. It's not what I'm getting. It's what would happen if we ever stopped. The boss of town. He'd have us all killed. What's what's his name? Downtown Squirt. <laughs> where where can I find Downtown Squirt? Uptown. Uptown, we, we, town is delineated by where you are in the mountain. We're at the lowest parts now. Oh, so we're downtown. Oh, downtown. He's uptown. He's at the high, he's the highest office in the built into the mountain. I kind of like downtown. Uh, sure. I guess I do too. I don't know what uptown's like. Never The bed is down here, you see. Yeah. Maybe I should go talk to him. I hope you will. Or kill him. I don't hate that. Oh, the purse is wrong. We're going to get you a vacation, my man. I love that. What did you say your name was? Bello. Bello? Yeah. You are literally my best friend. Cool. Your competition up until this point was a sleeping man I've never met. I love you. Yeah, good luck. Okay. If there's anything I can do to help you, short of leaving my post, you let me know. Cool. All right, I'm going to head uptown. Yeah, great. Um, so you head uptown, and at, so the town is built, again, into the side of the mountain. And so as you get up, you are actually, um, there are t- there's stairs that are carved into the mountain, and there are storefronts, and there are uh, they're mostly large, large factory buildings that are just built out of the side. And you can see into the side of them, they are all stone, and uh, there are smokestacks coming out of all of these buildings. And as you get higher up, the smoke gets thicker and thicker. And really quickly, though, we are going to cut back to right outside of town <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, oh wait yeah um hang on a second cordelia's gonna look through the woods mm-hmm. she thinks she sees something uh make a perception roll okay 17 17 <laughs> <laughs> zero modifier on that nope um so you get a 17 what do you think you see a cottage a cottage Yes, there is. There is a small, cozy cottage in the woods. There's a clearing through the way. I can't believe you missed it. And there is a, uh, yeah, there's a a small little cottage in the woods. Um, Cordelia picks Albie up bridal style. What are you doing? And walks to the cottage. Wait, where are you taking me? Are we going into the town? I'm dibsing you. You're dibsing me? Yeah. Oh my God, it works. So we're going to a cottage. Wait, wait, like to live? Yeah. For now. For now, like. (laughs) I mean, somebody might be in there, so it might be short-lived, but. Yeah. If nobody's in there. Wait, wait, but Cord, what about like going to hell? What about not for right now? Apparently we're stuck on on this situation, so let's do it. 
Come on, it smells like muffins. She kicks the door open and walks. And you see in this cottage, you kick the door open and you see a table and it is set. There is a big plate, a plate that is too small and a plate that is just right. Wait, the big plate's just right for me. And either of the other plates will do for me. <laughs> oh, that's a good point, because the, the, the middle one actually works I, great for me, too. I and eat from either of any of the plates. Wait, Cord. Wait. Come on, sit. Eat. So we're just eating? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we on a date? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Am I a terrible person? Bill's like about to have the worst moment of his life, and I'm like, I'm like making out with you. And Cordelia puts a finger upon her lips and says, "It's my nibs now." <gasps> uh, and so she serves up a muffin onto the just right plate and to the small plate, <laughs> and then takes one for herself. Is there anything else on the table, food-wise? Uh, no, there are just these muffins on these plates. Beautiful. But there is one big chair, one too small chair, and one chair just right. Do you want the small chair or the just right chair? I will do whatever you say right now. <laughs> okay. We both sit on the just right chair. Okay. <laughs> There's actually... No, it's a little dark in here, and there are three candles. One too big, <laughs> one too small, and one scented. Oh, scented? Yeah. Okay. Is it too scented? No, just right. Okay, Albie's gonna light the candle. I'm assuming there are there matches nearby. Well, three matches. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess the size. All small. <laughs> Albie takes the smallest match and, and lights it. It's too small to light. <laughs> Albie takes the biggest match. Why? That's too big. You can barely pick it up. <laughs> Okay, Albie takes a glancing breath and uh, and goes for that other match. Carly, you've chosen wisely. <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> when there's three, I don't. Um, uh, fellas, uh, Bello is sort of leading the charge, and uh, Stir Fry and the Bonesby, you are a little bit behind Bello. Uh, you are also making your way up these stairs. And I, I will say about every 20 or 30th stair is a dwarf just sticking out of the mountain. Fetch, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I guess Dr. P. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm not a doctor. I, I just, that'd be like a fun thing to call you. I thought that would be a fun. My name is Prolapse. Okay, Prolapse. I just wanted to give you a little nickname of a fiction. Okay, pick one I like. Okay, uh, ooh, Pro. Pro Tools. Yes, my name is Pro Tools. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> how can we? How can we sort? How can we help men out here? I, I, I think maybe we can sort of like present the tantalizing appeal. Really create a uh, great value for intention. Great, great incentive to be on vacation. What if we show everyone that we are already on vacation, having a really good time? I think we should kill the boss, hollow out his body, get inside, and create a new system of work for a specific period of time, and then take a specific period of time off. And make sure they rotate and shift so the rest of society doesn't crumble. You are fucking all right, man. Yes. That's Pro Tools, baby! <laughs> yes, Pro Tools, bitch! Uh, so, uh, we, uh, we, we just, we just... 
we just move that camera just a little bit up. Uh, Bello, you are at the head of this formation. Um, up to you if it's normal style or Naruto running up these it's stairs. It's normal style. Oh, oh no. He's Whoa. an adult. He's, I mean, he's working now. Sure. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. Um, and as you, uh, as you get up the stairs, there is no way to go except passing through a factory. Great, we passed through the factory. Okay, great. You're going to open those doors, and you find yourself in a large, large factory, uh, and it is full of dwarves. Uh, there is a uh, conveyor belt, uh, and it is like it's like a leather conveyor belt on stone wheels. There is a large wheel, and a large dwarf is just cranking that wheel, and uh, huge chunks of coal are moving across the uh, the conveyor belt, and uh, dwarves uh, with small tools are just sort of chipping away and tinking or tinkering on these uh, lumps of coal as they move past them. Uh, your arrival is not unnoticed, though, and uh, the foreman of the, the factory, uh, from up on the second level, uh, there is a, a wooden balcony, and uh, he looks down at you and says, Who goes there? None of your business. <laughs> It is my business. It is exactly my business. I am the foreman of this factory. It is a factory, not a showroom. Please, explain yourself. We're on assignment for downtown Squirt. Assignment for downtown Squirt? Yeah. Explain. We don't have to. He needs a new skeleton. You don't have to, and he needs a new skeleton? Something stinks here, but it's not my job to investigate. Exactly. Fine, as long as you do not hurt the product of it. Oh, Yo, pal, are you okay? It seems like you're not doing your job very well right now. I'm doing yeah. my job extremely well. It seems like you're a little distracted from your task. Yeah. Per- no, no, my task is to deal with interlopers. Ah. Uh-huh. In that case, you're doing a great job. Yes, I agree. Okay. Now, if, you, if you're able to pass through the factory without... Hurting the, the productivity of the factory. You are good to go. You are friends of mine. Okay. Bello continues through. But I warn you. Oh? This factory <laughs> is a bit of an obstacle course. I dare you to get from one end to the other without reducing productivity. Here's a question. <laughs> is there an easier way to get to downtown Squirt? Yes, but I won't tell you. They have so little to live for. Do the Do it. Okay. Well, friends, let's put on a bit of a show. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, so as you, you notice that there are natural breaks in between the large chunks of coal, and you can see that the conveyor belt, it actually moves from the second story to, or sorry, from the first floor to the second story of the factory. And there seem to be no stairs at all in this factory. There are many large uh, cogs and gears and uh, ropes that are leading to pulleys. It, it, it seems to be almost a, a, a Bronze Age level of technology in this place. And... Uh, yeah, it is mostly, as far as you can tell, there is a, a large hole in the side of the mountain, and the coal is coming from out of the mountain, and it is being toiled with in the factory, and uh, the conveyor belt, it goes up and down many, uh, it goes up to the second level, it goes back down to the first level many times before finally uh, uh, going back into the mountain. Well? Let's ride that train, baby. <laughs> Stir-fry hops, uh, hops onto that conveyor belt in between different coal, and then he sits down, uh, puts his backpack, and makes it sort of like a pillow, and sort of lies down, and uh, puts his arm behind his head, and starts whistling as he allows the conveyor belt to float him down without getting in the way of any of the coal. The coal's on either side of him. Just sort of allows himself to enjoy the ride. Make a charisma roll. That's a 21. 
Um, Stirfry, you look the very picture of rest on the conveyor belt. And one of the dwarves, he seems to be broken from a spell uh, that has had a hold on him for many decades. And he looks up and he goes, what is the meaning of this? What's going on? How could one man be so relaxed? Oh, don't worry about it. I'm on my way to work, just in between leaving to work and getting there. I'm giving myself a bit of a break. Uh, You are well past this guy, and he says to himself, Ah, if only he wasn't so wordy, I would know what was going on with that bird. (laughs) He turns back, I'm on a break. (laughs) Okay, wait, what is it, a break? Uh, um, uh, He's he's already passed? Yes. Maybe someone else behind me uh, can pick up the conversation. It's funny you mention that, because in the next gap, why, there's Bello, and he's also sort of lying back in repose. Oh, yeah, Bello, can you make a charisma roll with advantage, because this is your realm? That's a 16. A 16? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, cont- you can continue where Stir Fry left off. Just coming through, just passing through. But what is it, a break? I was just I just learned about a break. What does that mean? It's where you lay back and just, you know, recuperate, just recharge a bit. Recharge a bit? Yeah. Oh, my productivity would shoot through the roof I if know, I was to do that. Yeah. Wow, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Ah, but our conver- ah, these conveyor belts move so damned fast. Yeah, you'll maybe you'll hear more about it later. I should hope so. Next up, a skeleton goes by on the conveyor belt, feet firmly planted, his arms out like he's surfing on it. <laughs> Whoa, this one's got a fun attitude. Yeah, you ever got surfing? Make a charisma roll. Uh oh, that's astonishing. All right, well I rolled, I rolled a sixteen. So that means a 13. Not bad. Whoa, this guy's got his own spin on everything. Please, please, please I'm almost there. A break. I was having a break explained to me. Yeah, but go on vacation and go surfing. It looks like this. Wow. I am completely sold on the concept of a break. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, from a distance, you can hear. Hello. Somebody's the color of your energy. This dwarf turns to the guy next to him. He sort of shakes him out of his stupor. He goes, a break. So if all of us were to get together, you know, maybe we would have power over the the, the format. You know, if all of us were to sort of, you know, we, we could be one unit, right? And it would be us versus the boss, right? And then and then the other dwarf says to him, but that's, that's so unfair. There's all of us and there's one boss. That's not fair. That poor guy. We'd be teaming up on him. That would be bullying. So meanwhile, you guys... <laughs> Uh, Speaking of that, we cut back now uh, to the cottage. It's candlelit. It smells like freshly cooked muffins uh, as as Cordelia and Albie sit at a table. Cordelia has put on the too large apron and is thumbing through a well-worn copy of Charlotte's Web and um, uh, stirring a tea, stirring a cup of tea. Um, Albie is also stirring a cup of tea. And she takes a sip, and she's like, do you remember when we got tea and muffins after Rena broke up with me? Yeah, I do. Oh, man. She sucks! I know, she <laughs> totally sucks! She sucks! She, she didn't, she wasn't... Didn't... Smart. Not smart. Didn't... Doesn't seem to care that you never say her name right. You know that you're saying her name wrong, right? Oh yeah, no, and she does know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she knows. She doesn't like it, which is why I like it. Yeah. 
I mean, to be fair, I'm calling it a breakup, but that's probably an exaggeration. No, it's not. No. No. You guys went on like two dates. Wait. What? Kind of. Kind of one date. I counted five, but maybe I was exaggerating. Oh, I don't know. I'm told I blow these things out of proportion. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I just didn't ever think we would be on a date. Um, yeah. Is it okay? I think we're just trying. She puts her feet on Albie's hooves <laughs> and sort of footsies her. You yeah. Know? Like, is this okay? Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah, or weird, or bad, yeah. It's good, weird. I keep feeling like... Oh, uh, Cordelia kisses her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry, I just felt like... No, it's okay. It's nice kissing you. I just... I... I just... I'm worried that, like, the whole group is gonna hate us. Because Starfry just gave us that whole speech about Bello. And he's not wrong. But also, it's hard for you, too. And I just, I feel like, I don't know, I'm like, so horny that I'm ruining everything for everybody. <laughs> Maybe I'm more like stir-fry than I realized. Uh, you both have, like, um, impassioned impulses. Yeah. To your detriments, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I like, I don't know, I don't want to ruin everything. Like, I was clear that I'm, like, on board for this, but, like, you and Bello... But you and Bello don't seem to be, and Bello in particular doesn't seem to be, but I also, like, you're my best friend, and I, like, want to talk to you about the fact that I feel like I'm cheating on Bello, but I'm cheating on Bello with you! Um, I... This is how you explained it to... I don't... I'm oblivious to etiquette and social expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Cord, I know. So, I don't... Do I have to be the one to care about this? I guess that's not fair. Whose house are we in? <laughs> I don't know, but cozy as hell. Should we go upstairs? The wallpaper down here is amazing. I feel like they're doing amazing things with this architecture. Are you asking me upstairs to see if anyone's home? Albie's face is beet red. Are you asking me upstairs to see if anyone's home? Or are you asking me upstairs to like, ask me upstairs? We'll have to find out, because now we cut back to that factory. The boys are moving up. But, unfortunately, they are moving up into a device that smashes the coal flat. <laughs> Well, this won't do. Yeah, there are three... (laughs) Three uh, uh, large stone slabs that, uh, as the coal passes through, the first one smashes it completely flat. The second one, for good measure, continues to smash it flat. And then the third really grinds it in there so that the coal, as it moves through, goes from rounded-shaped coal into flat coal. Stirfry begins his dance of avoidance, something he's done emotionally many times, but now he gets to do physically. Okay, Stirfry, you're going to make a dodge roll. Uh, uh, what, what do you got? I got an... I, 
I got a 17. Okay, it works. Describe the dance of avoidance that you do as you weave through these three smashers. Stir Fry raises himself onto his tippy toes like a ballerina, and he leaps. He lands on one tippy toe and spins around, and then leaps just as that smasher is coming back down, and the smasher in front of him has gone up. He then lands on both feet and spins around again. He is using the momentum to make spins and spins as he leaps again forward just as the smasher is coming down, and the one in front of him is rising up. He then leaps again, but rather than landing on his tippy toes, he lands on his hand, and like the circus folk who so inspire his physicality, he tumbles past it, safe as souffle. Ah, the safest food. Uh, Stir-fry, on the other side of the smashers, you see an on-off uh, lever. Uh, it's set to on right now, uh, but there, it's that's what you see. He spins, jumps up the lever, grabs it, and pulls it into the off position. A horrible sound is heard as you hear the churning of the, the, the machinery stopping, and the smasher stops. And you hear the foreman, who has been watching you the entire time uh, from the balcony, says, The coal, it won't be flattened! Oh, don't worry, pal. I can turn it right back on after a little break. Break? What are you talking about? A, a, a break? Gentlemen, aren't you all so tired? You yourself, and he points to the one he had spoken to earlier, said that you would be so much more productive and get so much more done with a tiny little break. True, I said that. You know, I don't, you know, on the record, I don't know necessarily... He points to another one. And you yourself, I saw your eyes. You tended to nod with this man and seemed as if you both agreed that together a tiny break would make all the work go fine. Ah, my eyes betrayed me. Brothers, imagine. What if, for in exchange for one 15-minute break, you were doubly productive for the next hour? Imagine what you could accomplish. And, it, and even if we're not sure what would happen, isn't the point of any successful business to experiment? And Bello, as you say this, the uh, conveyor belt has been moving you up higher and higher. Yeah. And so as you uh, make a charisma roll, make a persuasion roll against these men. That's a 23. An abominable 23. Uh, so, at Bello, this is working and you are getting through to this men. And as your uh, speech begins to take hold in their hearts, you are lifted higher and higher into the sky. They see you uh, less and less as an equal and they see you more and more. You are beginning to be on equal grounds to their very boss. Always the way. What do you have to lose? It's only 15 minutes. Let's just try it. What do you say? Yeah, yeah! I think the man makes sense! He makes sense! He makes sense! And as they say that, they begin to cheer. There's like, uh, three cheers for whoever that is! Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! And on the third hooray, Bello, you have made it up to the second level. And the foreman of the factory, you see he's all alone on the second floor. And he be you can see an exit, which is out of the factory now. And the man, he's looking around. He doesn't know what to do. Please, 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 just turn the smasher back on, please. Sturf. Yeah? Hey, can you turn that smasher back on? Are you sure? Well, make sure Prolapse is free. Prolapse is in the middle of the smasher right now. Oh, hold on a second. Okay, I'm out. Sturfry checks in with Bello and pulls it back to the on position. Okay, great. It goes on, 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 on. It keeps going. Meanwhile, you can see that five lumps of coal were not flattened, and they move back into the mountain. The conveyor belt moves them back into the mountain. They are no longer flattened. All three of you are now on the second floor, and the foreman looks at you and says, Five, you must pay. Five of something. I need five things of yours in exchange for the coal. Bello takes out 
five copper. What is it, copper? What is this? Uh, it, well, it's it's money. Uh, it's a metal. Yeah. What money? What is it, money? Well, if you went to a different town, you could spend it on something. All right, this is not working. I'm not going to no different town. Another another thing is that, like, do you see the little designs on each of them? Yeah, sure, of course. Well, you you could have, like, a little collection of the different designs. A collection? Yeah. Something personal just for me? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's pretty good. And if you met someone else who had different collections, you could do, like, a trade. I could do a trade? Yeah, to get the ones that you don't have to complete your collection. Well, how would I know I'm getting the best collection possible? Well, you need a checklist of some kind. A checklist of some kind? Yeah. Well, where would I keep that checklist? In your pocket. In my pocket? Yeah. But my pocket is so full of nothing right now. Well, you could make a little room of that nothing with something. Oh, interesting, interesting. It's called... Use. Use. Of a pocket. Use of a pocket. Fine. I'll take your five strange metals. You're good to go. If I ever see you again, I will not be into that. Oh, okay. I was Bello. Didn't ask. I was Busa for Tombs. All right, we cut back now <laughs> to... <laughs> we cut back now to uh, the second story of this small cottage. Uh, we are in a bedroom. There is a large bed. A, a bed that's just too small, too small for anybody. And a bed that is just right. So, like, flip cup you and me. <laughs> and oh, it's bigger so... than me. <laughs> He's a, yeah, he's t- turned into a big boy. Yeah. I'll be like, puts her hand on the mattress and just like sort of pushes down, like checking the, the springs. It's just right. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't do it with you right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah! <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm not. I will never pressure you. No, I know. I know. I just... I... I... I'm really worried that I'm gonna... I'm really worried that I'm gonna, like, push Bella away when he needs me the most, and I know that's not fair to say to you. You know how I feel about you. Yeah. And I think maybe I need to just, like, put my horniness on pause until we figure out what's going on with Bella's family. Okay. Is that okay? Can I use your body for a second? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just asking for your... I, w- I want to talk to Cheddar for a second. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Just, uh... And time freezes. Albie spins around and uh, goes into a strange pose. Oh. As uh, Cheddar's like, oh, Cordelia, how you doing? I'm... What did you settle down? What's going on here? Kind of. Uh, Albie and I are kind of on a date. Oh, great. Yeah. Did you see that coming? No, I didn't. Get yours, though. I mean, that's fine. I don't care. Thank you, sir. Um... Hey, so I guess my question for you is, do you have any advice? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. About this? I, look, I... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cordelia, what the fuck? Wait, I, I know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do right now and I'm aware of my limitations. <laughs> it's fine, it's just... Of all the things that I thought you were going to ask me. I, 
Don't you, you might... like me? Oh my god! You you are one of a kind, Cordelia. I actually know the answer to that. I've met so many people. <laughs> I have met so many people, and you're the weirdest. You're the weirdest person I've ever met. One of a kind. Oh my god! You can have an arrow to your head, and it's like, oh no! How does she feel? I'm just trying to get by. I love it. I'm very charmed by it. I should make that clear. It's also weird. I, I she's I don't know. You I don't feel want like. To talk. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't need you to like read her surface level thoughts or anything. I, I, I've been oh, in there. Sure, it'd be a violation. I've been in there. I saw, yeah. And it's wonderful. Okay, that's fine. Wow. Well, Have you tried out the? I'm in here right now. This heart. Oh my god. Yes. That is she it... just constantly having a heart attack? I honestly, I think so. I don't like it. <laughs> um, I guess. Do you hate me? What do you mean? I don't know. That was a thought I was compelled to share with you because of the vessel I'm in right now. Oh, God. Is no. everyone mad at me? No. I don't like it. No. Is there another sentient being nearby? I have a... <laughs> this is... I'm not kidding. This is a different flavor of stir fry. Okay. She turns to a butterfly. Okay. Uh, yeah. Time freezes and the butterfly goes, oh, God. Oh, God. Is that better? <laughs> Literally, yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, my... Oh, God. I'm going to die in a week. Um, I don't last long in insects, so really okay. make this one quick. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So I guess I just want to... I have a question for you. Okay. What do you got for me? I've never felt anyone the way I feel about Albie before. Okay. I think. Okay. But I don't remember... I really don't remember what it was like when I was alone in the forest. I understand. I think you might know. It's very bad to be alone. I understand. No, I mean, I think you know more about me than you're letting on. Oh, gee, this? Okay. Oh, I thought you, oh, I thought you had a question about cheddar for cheddar. Okay, no, sure. It's about you. I get that. Oh, what do you cheddar, want to know? You can answer with you. Sure. What did you want? I got this butterfly is about to turn into dust. Jeez, oh, you're corrosive. Um, I guess I, I just want to know if I'm... If I'm even good for her. Yeah, you're great for her. Are you sure? She should be so lucky. Better. What? That's so nice. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. the butterfly explodes. Uh. No, time returns. Don't let him do anything weird to my hair. Uh, he exploded the butterfly. You're actually fine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Was that helpful? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, it was. Okay. So, <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. Let's go back downstairs. Okay. Ball's in your court. Okay. And until then, uh, let's eat more muffins. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want to lie about this to Bello, but I also don't think we need to bring it up. Is that okay? I'll follow your lead. I don't get... The rules are all... Yeah, we just don't have them yet. Yeah. So, let's cool. eat some muffins. And we cut back now to the mountain. The boys have moved through uh, the factory and you move up another set of stairs and there is one final large, uh, uh, large elaborate room which is carved into the very top of the mountain. You have now crested the cloud of, of smoke that hangs around this town and you can see it's a beautiful day. Cool. And what an appropriate response as you move uh, forward and uh, as, you get o- as you get close to the door, the door itself swings open and you find yourself now in a very, very nice 
room. This is not a, a glum and beat up looking room like the rest of the town is. Uh, this is a, a beautiful, a really tastefully decorated room. There's there's plant, there's potted plants in here. There's a long wooden desk, and uh, at the desk sits a large dwarf in a large leather back chair. He looks at you and says, yeah. What brings you three into me office? I thought we were heading uptown, but it looks like we've found downtown. <laughs> that you did. Downtown Squirt, though. Put some respect on me name. Of course, Mr. Squirt. How's Mr. it going? I'm Bello. It's fine. Bello, is it? Yeah. I don't have time to learn the rest of your names. What do you want? We're here to pitch you. Pitch me? Yeah. Pitch me off of the mountain? No, 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 no. I was born here and I'll die here. Of course, and we'd love that for you. We're here to pitch you on an idea. What idea? We want to increase your productivity of the whole town. Of course. I, I Believe me, I've been, I've tried it before. Have you? you? Know, there's only so many hours in a day. Dwarves <laughs> die if you work them too hard. I know, I know. But this is what we're asking. We're not looking to add more hours of the day. We're looking to make the hours of the day more useful. This we have everything is at maximum productivity right now. This and is I know, a work-based And economy. I know downtown, I know I see how hard everyone down there is working. Everyone is doing their very best. You've done an amazing thing here. And what I'm about to say is going to feel a little counterintuitive, but I want you, in fact, the whole town needs you to go out on a limb for a second. All right, but okay? I warn you, I'm a very literally minded man. I respect that. It's irrelevant. <laughs> Say your piece. Imagine this. Imagine Al it. Already, I should let you know you're starting off on the wrong foot. Yeah. Okay. Not a dreamer. Okay. <laughs> you're getting everything you can get out of everyone all the time. Yes, and so I am the best boss in the world. Thank you for your compliment. But. You are for what? A mat. But. Consider. The possibility. That. Giving all of the people in Toil Town a defined break time, what we like to call vacation, which for the duration would not be work, but would provide restorative relaxation time that would allow everyone when they come back to work to be Twice, nay, more than twice as productive as they were. Impossible. It would never work. They would leave work and they would never want to return. Simple as. But they love what they do. Of course, they love what they do. But you know what they would love more? Uh, this, these vacations you talk of. These breaks. But don't you understand? No. The work makes the vacations all the sweeter. You're talking about sort of work-life balance? Yeah. Make a persuasion roll. With advantage, this is your realm. Yeah, and you're yeah, speaking yeah. honestly. So that's a 15. Ha! <sighs> I, they take a break, they stop working, and they come back and they work harder. They're already working as hard as they possibly can. All I would do is lose time. As he's talking, Bello is going to raise his hand to his neck, and he's going to softly rub his puka shell necklace, mm -hmm. almost as if someone was, like, counting a rosary. Asking for, like, just like a little ring of a steel drum, a little waft of a warm breeze, a little cacao of a parrot. Sure. Um, yeah, this man feels that first, like, whisper of spring after a long winter uh, when you just think, oh, I will not need a jacket in a month. That feeling, uh, he gets that feeling um, as he, he loosens up a little and he, he looks at you again and says, 
Go on. Think about you yourself. Think about you getting to slow down for a few days. Relax. Sample a hobby. I would give anything to not have to sit up in this high office and be better than everyone. And then maybe you'll have a new experience that will give you an idea for something new to introduce to the town. Maybe it would give you a new perspective. And you will come back, you know? Come Monday, it'll be all right. Well, you have to... That's good, but you have to... That's very good. You have to... You have to admit... I mean, this mountain was a gift to us. Uh Uh-huh. Us dwarves used to just hang out in the field with nothing to do. Yeah. And then the mountain was given to us. By whom? God of dwarves. Oh, cool. It's an important thing we do. We take the coal out of the mountain, we flatten it, and we put it back into the mountain, and then it comes back out. Let me be the first to say... Cool. <laughs> Thank you. You well, you're way late to that. We oh, think it's very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> you're telling me my own employees, who I love like children. Yeah. Even more than my own children. Yeah. You're telling me those employees, they would appreciate the break and they would come back working harder? Yes. I don't know. I just You gotta trust, man. He you walks, gotta trust them. Wouldn't you like it? He walks to a large, there's a large window overlooking the town, looking down on the cloud of smoke. He stands with his arms behind his back, looking out the window. He says, I don't know. I just don't know. We cut back to the cabin. Albie is writing a thank you note to put on the, um, to put on the table with the muffins. Um... Cordelia's bringing a blanket in from where they'd sat on Adirondack chairs out on the front porch and watched the fireflies. And um, she grabs Cordelia's hand and walks out the front door with her. As you go to the front door, the front door swings open and a well-dressed man walks in and says, What has happened to my museum of threes? The back door! Go! We run! Scoundrels! Vandals! Vandals both! I are And he is, uh, uh, from above, uh, Flip Cup just, like, takes a huge chunk out of his neck and shoulder. He says, what was my crime? I just love three! As you, uh, you run for the back door. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Cordelia gets to the back door and kicks it open and runs out down the stairs down the back porch. And you see, uh, you're the three back porches. One too big, one too small, but you're on the perfectly sized Good, porch. we ran across the just right porch. Yeah, and you see a backyard and it's beautifully lit it's it's uh, the sun is going down now and there's there's fireflies everywhere and it it's a, it's just a, it's a beautiful sight as the two of you run from this home and as as they're reaching the um, stalks of sunflowers cordelia turns quickly pulls albitur and says can i give you one last kiss okay and she gives her one last kiss we cut back to the factory downtown squirt turns around and he says your words are wise but the danger is that others might hear them I don't believe I can allow the three of you to leave me office. Frederick runs up the bones clattering down the hallway and the skeleton shoves the guy out the window. He falls back. Shattering the plate glass window. He falls back and his last words are, Why did I assume the skeleton would be an ally? He falls backwards uh, and you see him as he he reaches out for you, uh, uh, one hand for you, Bellow, and he says, Teach them about vacation! As he falls through the cloud of smoke and he disappears. Looks like I got a new job. 
Bellow watches downtown Squirt fall out of view, those last words ringing in his ear. For a second, he too stares out that window, thinking. And then he whips around. Stir-fry! Yes? Prolapse! Hello! You see those printing presses over there? Lots! Yeah? We gotta write a memo! Oh, hell yeah. And we cut to a montage of, of Bello uh, writing out a memo and, like, showing it to Stir Fry, and Stir Fry, like, nodding, scratching something out, and then they, like, both nod together. Prolapse is, um, what is Prolapse doing? Prolapse has made another surfboard! Great, Prolapse has made a surfboard. <laughs> and then we cut to Stir Fry and Bello and DeBonesby running through the town passing out the memo to everyone in Toilton. And the memo, we see uh, one one loose one flies up in front of the camera, and we see it's an urgent memo saying, every employee in Toilton is entitled to two weeks vacation. Um, check with your managers to make sure that time works. Uh, they're allowed to, uh, you know, take it in increments, or they're allowed to take it all at once. And that that's every year from now on, on the authority of the boss. From the desk of Downtown Square. So, uh, Stir Fry is running next to Bello, but then a rat comes up and jumps up to him. He, he looks at the rat, and the rat nods, as if to say, we're done. Stir Fry puts his hand on Bello's shoulder and guides him uh, towards the right. They dash to the right, where they see that the rats have been this whole time digging a hole they have filled with water. Bello finds a big plank that he stretches out over the hole filled with water, and he walks that plank, and he leaps off of it, and he makes a cannonball. In view of the whole town square. Corncob drone looks at you and splashes and says, Wow, that looks fun. I can't wait for me break in 11 months. We cut now uh, to the edge of town uh, as the boys have returned from town. Uh, Cordelia and Albie, uh, the timeline perfectly has just matched up. Uh, you are still by the edge of town and the, the boys have returned. The party is reunited. Albie and Cordelia both have um, flowers in their hair and that's the only thing that has visibly changed about them. As they are walking towards Albie and Cordelia, Stir Fry is turning to Bella. He's like, first cannonball it was like he didn't even know what he was doing i know i know but he figured it out like the third time oh yeah after about like two belly flops that must have hurt like hell <laughs> yeah yeah he was kind of yeah you could tell he was a little he was a little stunned hey how'd it go i think we did it i think we fucking did it right we didn't yeah what <laughs> that's great so now we can go to um now we can go yep we said we worked on something but i don't know how to read Ah, yes. Quite the rude tale, indeed. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia, Carly Monardo as Albie, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Joe Lepore as Bello, and Branson Reese as everything and everyone else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. He sounds nice. With additional sound design by Michael Gelfie. And with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more. Rude Tales of Magic. (laughs) 
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>